On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Five after six here on High Tide. Hey, guys, you know yes. what? Today's a big hang on, day. Hang on, what time is it in Queensland? It's five past five. Five past five. Today is a big, big day, you know, because we've got the launch of Step Outside, Season 5, Episode 1, going to air today. Who would have ever thought of it last what five time? years? Two o'clock? 2.30. Well, you, you get ready at 2 o'clock. Well, I think, it's, I think it's 2.30. Let's check in with Paul Burton and find out. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too like, bad. I didn't think you'd live past 60, mate. I'm just <laughs> I knew I'd get a bite. <laughs> oh, you got a bite. Oh, you got a bite. <laughs> Just got to use the right oh, Lewis. You got a mangrove jack. <laughs> I don't know what he had for dinner last night, Paul. I've got to tell you, but he is fired up today. He is stirring the pot. He's got the biggest stirrer you've ever seen today. It's great oh, fun. He's, he's good. He's good value, Blakey. I can tell you now. He's I'm cold. Yeah, I'm not worried. I think he, because he, he was on about religion, then he, spoke, then he wants to start talking to us and saying, we could be woke people. Oh, my God. No, you know what we a definitely woke make person is? is not woke. Yeah, no, you don't go there. You don't go there, mate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that alone. Yeah. Now, bass, you've been doing some bass fishing, or do you want to talk about those beautiful mangrove jacks you've been catching? Oh, hey, let's do the um, you know, bass are freshwater impoundment things. Let's talk quickly about those. Um, f- firstly, is that uh, you know we, we did some fishing um, recently up the top end of a in the impoundments, but right in the back nooks and crannies, right in the little dry holes. You know that's where these uh, these fish have been hanging, and um, so you know we haven't had much rain. So a lot of those back creeks and tributaries have sort of dried up in those spots, and basically when the water starts to dry up, it leaves holes that are only you know three foot deep. And the, and the neck of those holes, you know, they might only be five foot wide because it's all timber on either side, but the fish get caught in those holes. So, you know, we, we did a story up there, and it's, it's fantastic. When it goes to where it'll be, it's one of the, I wish it was the first one, actually. It's a, a really, really, really pretty um, and incredible drone footage of, of this uh, these fishing areas. Anyway, so the lures were running. Um, yeah, you got to think, so we got there and we listened to what, what the uh, what nature was telling us, and it was saying, and Blake, it wasn't whispering in our ear. What nature was telling us? It was um, the cicadas in the in the air. There were no frogs, so it hadn't been raining, so no frogs on the surface. Therefore, we didn't use frog lure. But the cicadas were there, so I used the Christmas beetle type of style, uh, style of lure, which was best basically a, a, a diver. It was an RMG scorpion, a small one. Um, but these things float. Right? So when they hit the water, the idea, instead of just cranking it and letting it, the bib pull it down and drag it back, is to cause some sort of commotion on the surface. So you slap the water with the lure on top, and then you just leave it there for about five seconds, and then just don't even wind it, just get your tip and give it a bit of a, a wiggle on the tip of the rod. And that uh, pushes down through the braided line to the lure, and the lure just starts to flick around a bit, you know, it just sort of goes wobble, wobble, wobble as if something's falling out of a tree, i.e. a cicada, because the colour of the lure I was using was a, a Christmas beetle sort of colour, you know. And like, the bass are just smashing the, the Jesus out of it on top of the water, and, and there's some beautiful big bass too, and incredible stuff. So that's, that's with the bass, just, again, just listen to what nature does. 
if there's things in the surface, if it's been raining and there's, you know, obviously frogs moving across, then that's sort of lure you'd run. And in this case, it was the uh, it was the beetles. So a different way, but a good way to catch a fish. The mangrove jack. Oh, my God. Mate, we have getting so many jacks up here at the moment. I, I mean, we went out the other night after the... Uh, hey, listen, did you, you wouldn't have heard Peter Johnson was... Thinks no, he might have even, might have even been down that way. Time. What are you talking about? The mangrove jack. Oh, yeah. He wants to come up and catch some. He he truly does. He he loves the old Jack Pete, and and um and the prawns are slowly starting to come back on. We're going to try and get him a double banger. Come up here and get the prawns and the Jack. So he would use the prawns to catch the Jack. He'd oh my god, he'd kill it. But the Jack the other night, we went out and we got into uh, the brim when the brim are running in this time of the year. And I'm talking not just little brim. You want the big brim, the big old man brim. So the ones with the real big blubbery lip, but they're a little bit slender. They're not really fat. You know, they're not thick fish at the moment. They're quite a, a thin fish. But anyway, so in the Narang River, the Gold Coast, um, you know, I took uh, Alyssa and, and Caelan out, my wife and our youngest boy, went out in the boat and um, it was incredible. It was unbelievable. We, we basically just went off the bank to the bridge and I bought a couple of uh, packets of whole mullet uh, and I, I filled those up and uh, and put a chunk of that on and the brim were going nuts. And then the jacks came in and we caught a couple of jacks within, you know, five, ten minutes of each other, and they were good fish. Sort of, One was probably in the 42, 43, and the other one would have been 56, 57. It was a big fish. And and that sort of, the rig we're running, we're running, uh, I think we had about 12 to 15-pound braid. Normally you go 20, um, and we're running 20-pound litre. Uh, normally you'd run 40 or a bit more for mangrove jack. Um, but these fish here, you know, you want to catch other fish. You're not just going to chuck your line out with 40 Did you pounds. take the mangrove jack home to them. eat? Do you pardon? Did you take the mangrove jack home? To you know, eat? no, because Kalen caught them. My young fella caught them, and we, what we do with our fish is we put them in the live bait tank of the Surtees. So we basically lift the, the hatch, have the water running, put them in there, and I keep them in there. And they're alive, healthy, beautiful, done. Um, and he won't let them go because if you let the jack go, they're a schooling fish generally. If you let them go, they will go and tell their mates, and you won't catch them anymore. So the idea is to basically keep Hang on alive. until you finish. When you yeah. leave, you'll let them go then. Yeah. So, no, he, he wanted to let them go. He asked what you'd like to do, and he goes, tell them I'd let them go. I said, no problems at all, buddy. So we got some pretty cool photos for him, and, uh, yeah, and away we went. Good. So that was, that was cool. That was cool. But, yeah, the old jack. So the round at the moment, structure, bridge pylons, um, you know, deep holes is always a good one. Look for a deep hole and fish the outskirts of the deep hole on the slack tide. And when the tide runs, just chuck your line up into the hole. And, and because we had really small tides this week, um, it was really cool because our, even though in the middle of the run, we were only using a size 2 ball sinker. It was really small. Some of the tides were only 30 centimetres. There wasn't much movement. So that was perfect. And you know when you get those big brim, there's a really, really, really high chance of catching mango jack. And that's not during winter. Um, that's during this time of the year, so just coming out of summer into autumn. So, and we're just getting our first, first crisp, crisp mornings here at the moment. It's dead still at the moment. It's gorgeous day today, um, but you know we're getting that cool, early cool morning, and that tells me wahoo would be out on the ocean. Uh, when we see the wahoo come through, is when you need to put a jumper on to go out fishing, um, and that, and that would be this morning. You'd put a jumper on to keep it a little bit warmer. So I'd be t- targeting wahoo today uh, and yellowfin. There's be a few yellowfin there, but tons of bait balls, tons of tuna schools on the surface. So 
yeah, that's been uh, that's been pretty cool. Other than that, like bottom fishing in general has been pretty quiet out of the season. A few blue spot reef, a few trade juice, a few things. Laurie like that, McInerney was saying that Paul, that the bottom fishing down there at Southwest Rocks has been quiet. Yeah, mate, it, we've had an uphill current. So normally this time of the year, uh, you know, most not. 90% or 99% of the time, we have a downhill current coming from the tropics south. Uh, and what we've had recently is we've had a southerly current to the north. And normally this time of year, our water temps 25, 26 degrees, particularly, you know, the last month of summer. So throughout most of the last month, throughout most of February, is the water temp was, you know, the beginning of it was 26.37. And then I went out in one day, in one day, it dropped down to 22.32. So it dropped four and a bit degrees in one hit, and the current came uphill. So it was running from south to north. That would have turned them off. To the south, but, and that, that, that fish, hate, it'll just shut them down. And it did. It absolutely... And that was the day I was talking to you boys going mackerel fishing as well as a couple of weeks ago. And it was just... It was dead. And um, that, that just crushed a lot of the, a lot of the bottom fishing. Yeah. Grant, you've got the currents up there. Yeah, the, coming at all the, there's a, a steady flow making its way from the North Island of New Zealand up into that area, and um, that that run down the coast that's normally there, it's just not there at East the moment. East Coast Current's not there at the moment. Yeah, well, it, it is from Queensland down, down. That's about where it starts yeah. normally, isn't it, Paul? It's south of um, the Fraser Island before it's it starts. Correct, correct, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, um, it's sort of east of Underberg. It sort of yeah. starts to funnel. Yeah, and then, it, um, and then it opens up and heads down. Slightly further south, but just marginally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, bloody yachties. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you get the wind for nothing. You want the radio for nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> they're like push bike riders. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Come on, Blakey. No, no, I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> I can get enough. Blakey, Blakey was on the. Sp- Earlier, that told uh, Grant and I about what we why we're not woke people. Why? <laughs> Kieran's amazed at this woke thing. Well, <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I, so I got him to look up what what's a woke person. Well, he, he thinks staying awake is woke. Yeah, I woke. Yeah, I woke at about two o'clock. I'm fine. So I've just woke up from the 16th century. Earlier, they're talking about when I uh, when I was at the. Uh, the last supper. Last supper. <laughs> now, Paul, what's what's on step outside today? Uh, today is um, we are targeting whiting off the flats. So we've got our uh, sunnies on, and we're we're actually just walking in knee deep water and looking for those moving shadows that you generally see when you're pumping yabbies, and uh, and just flicking out to those moving shadows which are. Are whiting uh, and the whiting are, are, are pretty good. There's some decent fish in there, um, but also a few smaller ones, which is what you're going to catch when you go fishing. And um, but you do get the bigger ones. So we're just going to show how to do that and how to hook up a yabby. You're not going to hook up a yabby. You're like he's looking like a U, a U shape on a you know a, a, like a normal fishing trip. You're going to want him to crawl around the bottom, and so he can even crawl down a yabby hole. So we're going to show how to do that, but um, how to target these fish. And we also um, head up to Caramine Beach, beautiful Caramine Beach, to a place called uh, King Reef Resort. And we've got um, one of the fellows up there doing some uh, tuna namas uh, for us. Marco, great uh, great fellow. They're an Adelaide family, came from the wineries down there, I believe, and um, bought this resort up there and jumped in at head, head, and, uh, head and toes, and uh, here they go. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little program to start it off with. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, we're... Uh, 
getting a lot more content now to, to keep building and keep building. So, That's yeah, five, five seasons. Incredible. Like, it is. It's just well done. Congratulations on that. Now, oh, there was... thank you, mate. I really appreciate it. I've <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually yeah, watched a couple of episodes, too, so there's no problems. I have. No, no, no. Yeah. What, is, what, what, what happened? Well, I've no, watched a couple of episodes. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, you're too kind. You're too kind. Five but, seasons um, you watched a couple of... See, <laughs> it's been a very interesting... I can't morning. get his head too big. You, you, you know what? He only does those shows to, for you, mate. I know that. I know that. Yeah, now, Paul, you, you, now, you, you do out. the weather every now and again. Um, yeah. You would like the report that was uh, this morning came through. <laughs> I don't know who it was from. But they expect a flash drought this year. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, <laughs> A drier than average. I'm no, no, a flash drought is the oh exact wording. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, really? and they get paid millions of dollars for the latest technology. <laughs> Billions of dollars, I should say. It's ridiculous. Now, we did see five cyclones this year, too, on the East Coast, and um, all of them were nowhere near Australia. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to Bible hey, class. Throw the hurricane in over near Hawaii. If you like. That's it. <laughs> Let's just throw it in as a given. <laughs> okay, well, we'll look after you this afternoon at 2.30 on 7, mate. Thanks, thanks mate. Look forward to it. And um, as they say, you know, I might be fat, although I think I'm skinny. That's called slenderism. <laughs> you identify as skinny. <laughs> well, that, that's good that he's on at that time because we've got time to watch him and then go straight he to the football. He finishes the football's on. Beautiful. Yeah. Well done. The timing's the key yeah, to comedy. Yeah. Have a good one, Paul. That's Thanks, Paul. Good talking to you. Happy Sunday, yeah. everyone. Right. Yeah. Paul Nineteen after six. Talking sport. The sweet shot in India is it's a weapon if it's used correctly. On a pitch like that, the risk-reward ratio is very out of tilt. They're taking a big risk to get a single. Don't get me wrong, it can work, but the team need to know what they're doing. Talking sports. I jumped in the pool yesterday with my granddaughter for half an hour. I came out and checked the score. I could not believe what I was looking for. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. They are as soft as butter, this mob. Ever since the sandpaper gate, they've become the Nice guys of international cricket. Have your say. Let's not forget that the man they didn't want for the first test was our top scorer. With Graham Hughes, Gavin Robertson, Peter Tunks, and Brett Padworth. The batting performance in their second innings was the worst I've ever seen. Losing nine wickets in less than a session with a series on the line. They played like they didn't care, especially the shot of their so-called captain, Pat Cummins. Talk and sports, weekdays from 3 on 2SM. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call one three hundred. Double eight triple six zero. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings, or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Broomview makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings, or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles, and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? 
Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Pal Kid Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. Pal Kid Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save a lot of money. Find out how at pal, that's p-a-l-kidhomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. 22 after 6. I've got a cheerio for you. A cheerio? A cheerio. Okay. A man out on a boat sitting there in Sydney Harbour at the moment saying it's a little bit blowy. Any idea who it might be? Claude's out on a bit. Good morning. Hello, boys. How are you, Claude? Good, Al. How are you, mate? I'm good. How's the fishing out there today? Um, actually, only been here about a half hour, mate. I got up late and, uh, yeah. Um, the wind's blowing, Al, from the northwest, probably, uh, yeah, probably more west than north. Right. Yeah, it's a bit ripply, a bit uncomfortable, but it's better than being laying in bed and listening to it. Where are you, down around Clark Island somewhere? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, in the vicinity. In the vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Typical fish show. <laughs> Someone says, "Where do you fish?" And I said, "On the eastern side of the Harbour Bridge." <laughs> yeah, it's the same as surfing. Where do you go surfing in the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. How's the fishing oh, going? Good to have you back in town, Al. Yeah, yeah, not good to be back. I prefer being away, but we're going to keep these two straight in the narrow. Well, Kieran sort of lifted his act now that he's got Grant there to straighten him out. <laughs> See, I told you it was pay out. Kieran, no. I said to him to put you on air. <laughs> you be careful, oh, I'm only joking, Kieran. Kieran, I've been listening to you for that long. You feel like I'm, I feel like you're my grandfather. <laughs> Great grandfather. <laughs> no, no, well, Grant, at least no. I remember I had sardines at the Last Supper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, everything's good, boys. I just thought I'd ring in and say hello. Okay, thank and, you, uh, let, let you know what the wind's doing, and uh, the fish ain't doing anything yet, but oh, okay. they might. No, they will. They will. No, right, boys, I've got a couple of uh, live squid down, so okay. things could go crazy any minute. No Have worries. fun, Claude. Thanks, Claude. All right. See you. All right, boys, take care. Bye. There you go. On water report. Conclude. He's a good boy. Yeah. He's a good yeah. boy. He gets out fishing. Somewhere around Where are you fishing? <laughs> yeah, east of the bridge. <laughs> I love it. Shall we go further north? Yes, let's do that. The Honourable Melinda Pavey. Morning, Mel. Good morning, team. How are you? Not Very bad. Good. What's yeah, happening? I to that song as we came on, you know, fishing off the bridge. I came on my way back from Combine and Kempsey last night, and there was about, I don't know, a dozen or so fishers 
off the Urunga Bridge, the Good. original Urunga Bridge. So, yeah, people do like to fish off bridges, don't they? Yes, some. Only some bridges. Only some. Well, they must mm-hmm. have been doing good. It's like some wolves as well. Yeah, but a bridge got natural structure. Well, not natural, but you've got a structure. Less snakes. Bridge. That's, yeah, less snakes. <laughs> but, no, it's good. And it's good to see people out and doing that, enjoying the fishing, especially if you take the kids yeah. out there too. Yeah, Alan was talking about Townsville. Sorry? Alan was talking about Townsville and how enjoyable it is up there when the footy's on. And they had a win. They had a win overnight. Just. Just. Well, this, I was talking to the son this, last night, and he said Townsville was going off. He it had does. to drop some mates down to the street. Yeah. And the boys were going mental. But he reckons there was nearly more police than people in the street. <laughs> oh, there, there's lots of them there type of thing, but it's just a great atmosphere when they're pl- home games. They block off um, Cotter Street, I think they call it, and... Um, Everyone goes in because you walk into the ta- the uh, stadium from there about eight hundred metres, and the uh, Cowboys uh, clubhouse is on that street as well. So yeah, it's a no, good it's fan good like the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the husband's happy today. Manly had a big win. Who? Manly. Who? Remember that team, Manly? <laughs> it's, um, it's north of the. I'm with bridge. you. <laughs> They're right. a great team. Yeah. Well, given that he used to barrack for Newtown, he just went really weird and said, well, if they're going to close Newtown down, I'm going to go and barrack for Manly. Well, no one understands all of that, but he he does. I can I can take the Newtown thing. That's good. Manly, yeah. yeah. That's right. Newtown, they were really. Tommy Rodonigas. Yeah. yeah. Tom came from there. Yep. A lot of good players come into mm-hmm. Newtown. Now, we've got to say hello to some very special people. Yes. Uh, we've got a big shout-out to Narelle and Fred Hurrell. They're in their dairy right at this very moment. They're in their, well, let's say, 70s. Every night, every morning, they're up milking their 60-odd cows, and I ran into them, and they've been very good friends of mine and supporters up there at Convoy. And Narelle came up and she said, Melinda, I can't believe I know everything you're doing. I just listen to the fishing show every morning. <laughs> and, I, and she said, how was Townsville, and how is this, and how is that? And... Um, you got no idea. And Narelle is beautiful. Like, she's just a stunning-looking woman. And she's out there in her dairy every morning. And I said, my God, Narelle, your hands aren't like a dairy farmer's hands. And she said, no, I wear gloves. I wear gloves and gumboots. <laughs> and she's in her dairy. Um, and she listens to you through the old uh, 2RE. And, uh, I, and she was a great fisherwoman herself with her father. Um, she used to go and get the whiting and the, the flathead down there um, off... Uh, you know, down near Tari. Um, and I said, what do you, got any fishing spots on the farm? And she said, no, we only catch eels. If we want to catch anything, it'll be eels, and we don't do that. So um, you would just love these people in their 70s, still loving their farm and still loving what they do. And um, I said, well, why don't we put you on? Because she's a real card. Because we had a big chat in the exhibition area yesterday at the Convoy Show, and she said, no, no, no. Too busy working. I haven't got time to have a phone down there. I've got to love it. Sounds like salt of the earth, Australia. Yeah. Good oh, morning. You got no idea. Convoy, it was a really good show. They had the dog show on at the same time. Um, they had the, uh, the the old horses and the carriages in the in the main arena, and uh, it was really, really good. What really, really good got day. the best dog? Uh, didn't stay around for it, but I'll just say a terrier did. Even though it probably didn't, but because I'm a terrier lover. I'll... <laughs> well, what what hooks got 
the talk. Lucky the husband was with me, or else I would have come home with a few dogs. <laughs> what about the horses? Um, they didn't actually have as many horses as they normally did. There was a couple of ponies, and I, I got this stunning photo of a shy horse um, and this gorgeous young hairdresser from Port Macquarie on top of this horse. She's been in Australia for 16 years, and she just loves her life out here, living her best life. Her husband was there taking beautiful photos of her. And um, actually, I'll, I'll send you the photo, and you should put it up on the Facebook page because it's got this. I got the angle really good, and it's the horse looks huge, and um, there's this big combine sky with white fluffy clouds. So it was really, really nice. It's much more attractive than PJ. <laughs> That's not very hard. <laughs> and I'm glad like you him. threw that in there. He had to go at me but, earlier today. Uh, yeah, but He's a bit cheeky, Peter. It. Have you had a look what he puts on the Facebook about the fishing? Yeah, no, it's really clever. It's really good. If only I could follow it. <laughs> mm. He said he was putting it out there for the average person to look at and work out how to do things. Now, I've got to tell you who is a big fisher person. You know, the country and western singer, Adam Harvey. Adam is because he's a good friend of Donnie Wagner who works for me. Adam likes his uh. fishing. Well, I got to hang out with Adam Harvey oh, last night okay, yeah. at the Country Muster Music Festival at Kempsey. So on the way back from the Combine show, oh, he's um, he's quite the looker, young Adam, isn't he? <laughs> and the girls like him, yes. Yeah, and then, and Becky Cole was there as well. So yes. She used to, you know, She's been on the program she, before, Becky Cole. Yeah. When she started out in the pro in in the um, the industry, she used to tour with our own. Kempsey's own Slim Dusty. She used to do the Northern um, Australian tours through the Aboriginal community. Anyway, so she learnt from the very best. Um, and they did a great job last night. And young Amos Morris, who's from um, Kempsey, he started the, the thing. And um, that was a very nice night. But I did I did say, Adam, I'm going on a fishing show in the morning. Tell me your best fishing, you know, at the moment. And he said, oh, because he lives at Bado Bay. And he said the whiting um, and the brim have just been fantastic. That's good. Slim okay. Dusty used to come out with us on the outside broadcast. He'd turn up. I remember uh, uh, one in specific was down there at, at Bayview. Yep. When we were down there with the caravan and that, and he would turn up down there. When they used to have the boat yeah, show there. And uh, Morrison. Yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? The pilot. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, the... James Morrison. Yes. Yeah, he's a pilot. Yeah, yeah. He flies his own aircraft around. Yeah. yeah James Morrison. Yeah. He's got a chieftain. Lives up my way. Yeah. There you go. Well, and we all love Slim's missus too. I yeah. ran into her the other day. They released a movie um, about his life. And, oh, my gosh, she she's an amazing one. And he was too, but they were a team. Um, he wouldn't have been Slim Dusty without her. Okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I worked uh, originally. Uh, my first panel operating job was for Smokey and Dot Dawson, and they were very similar. They they needed each other to achieve what they achieved yes. in life. Yeah. Exactly, Glenn. Exactly. Yeah. Is that like I need all you guys? A bit to the same. What yeah, I'm it, no, the kid, same. You just need help. <laughs> I warned you, Melinda, didn't I? I warned you I'm before you came up. I'm on Kieran, but I do know that Alan wouldn't be the man he is without Anne. That's it. I definitely agree with that one. That's that's not a problem at all. That, and I uh, wouldn't be who I was without Wazza. Yeah. yeah no, he barracks for Manly, even though he used to barracks for Newtown. <laughs> <laughs> that's Anne's only fault. She's a Balmain supporter. <laughs> well, that's well, Laurie Mack and PJ 
They're all in yeah, the same yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is a Balmain supporter yeah. too. They all have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Which wife was that? <laughs> Anne said I've only got two problems. One is I don't listen. I can't remember what the other one was. <laughs> Kieran's just shaking his head, Blunder. He's just shaking his head. It's just, there's no comeback left. Well, and he... I said I wasn't going to join the pile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just left himself open. This is, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. It's not us being mean. It's just he opens the door and leaves it open for us. It's just, it, you've got to walk through it. It's like a vacuum. Uh, you get sucked into yeah. it. <laughs> It's a vortex. I can tell you, I can tell you, Narelle Harrell at the dairy farm this morning would not be impressed with my cheap shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right, Narelle. Now, listen, we better take a break. You're going to stay oh. or are you going? Oh, you got enough there to look after yourself. All okay. Right. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. See you, Mel. Melinda Pavey, she's a good girl. Back soon with more of High Tide. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Looking to start a business? Buying a franchise is an excellent option, and with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Do you suffer? from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services, and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au. Or you can phone Steve on 98085673. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. You don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Apart from its immaculate 18-hole past 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks boasts superb catering facilities inside their luxurious, beautifully appointed clubhouse. The perfect destination for that challenging game of golf. 
and the ideal venue for corporate golf days and any kind of group function or special event. Find out more at twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Fishing down the river again. 23 away from 7 at in in New South Wales anyway. Just for Kieran Rickey, it's 23 to 6. Thank you very much for in that. In Queensland. Now, Kieran, you had a phone call last night from someone about... I did, I did. A gentleman rang me up from Newcastle Way. They were fishing down to Foster, and he and his son, and they were way up one of the rivers, yes. or creeks, as we call it, and the um, he said a fisheries officer, but it may have been a maritime, maritime person, came up and the lady uh, was an indigenous lady. Yeah, but she checked them for all the safety. She and checked them for all the safety. He thought her attitude was a little blunt, yeah. but uh, came about and give him a blister for not having a torch. Well, a torch is part of your safety gear. You're supposed to have it even during the day. Regardless. Regardless. That's right. It's part of your safety gear, your life, life jackets. But look, if you haven't got one, there's a little baler kit that Blake's Marine sell and most of the others do too. And they're a handy safety kit contained within a boat baler with a lid on it. So it's a 1.5 litre baler bucket. And uh, it's also got a tow rope in it, a torch in it, a whistle, a compass, How much? and a V-sheet. Well, we sell them for under $35. If you go to the chain stores, they're about $45. You're going into work this week? Yeah. Can you bring one in? Yeah. No problems. I'll bring the card. Yeah, that's right. But they're a good thing to have on board. They're, they're only compact, but you've got to put the batteries in the torch. But it's got all that safety you need in all there. All in one parcel. So if you've got that, your life jacket, your anchor rope, chain and your paddle. So happy we're, we're talking about batteries off air and about you know the cells dying yeah. or whatever. So when you put batteries in a torch, that's okay. You can turn them on. But how long is those are those batteries? Well, you're going to buy the batteries. Depends on that, what brand of batteries you yeah. buy to go in a queue. You buy the cheap ones, they might only last a year. You and buy you the good only ones, may need it for a few minutes. That's right. Yeah. But you just check it every now and again, same as everything else. Yeah. So you get the Energizer battery? Well, I'm not giving a brand, but any yeah. good brand of batteries. $30, should... that's, that's good value. I know, I know. They're, look, that they're, is really good value. They're a very common thing. We put them in every new boat we sell. Yeah. So I've got everything bar the torch, but yeah. I, it's, it's not silly to have. Backups. Yeah, it's just a little little thing, and it's only three hundred by about hundred. Why don't you put a couple of lures in there? No, it's not for lures. It's safety. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 go to where the lures are. Pro lures. Greg Reed. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, that all sounds like a good thing. I, I, I guess that that poor bloke he might have got a blister for it, but he'll never forget his torch ever. ever well, again. that's right. True. Yeah, and a, a phone doesn't count because the torch has to be one that floats. Yeah. Yeah, so. and you, you never um, you never plan on breaking down during the day and then being caught out in the dark. So there you go. That's why you have got to have a torch. That's yeah. right. Simple. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice looking start to the day here. Yeah. Nice looking start today. What have we got today? Nordleys. Yes. Nordleys. Lots of warm water. People. Uh, magpies. There you go. Um. People chasing marlin because there's lots of marlin off the coast because the water's really warm. Loads of baiting close. Um. Loads of everything really. Um, just a bit warm on the beaches at the moment, I think. Um, the brim and that have been a, a little bit slow. 
I don't think they know what it is. We had Westerlies a couple of weeks ago, actually, and that, that probably we thought would have kicked off a few brim, but it, it, it didn't. But um, for my money, the basin's where it's at at the moment. The surface lure bite in there is still pretty red hot. Um, we should still get another few weeks out of that. that that'll go into April, I reckon. Um, and if bait fishing's just your thing, look, okay, that's fine, but you're missing out. Like, to, to throw a little pencil or a little popper-style lure around over the shallows and the weed beds um, in any of these south coast estuaries and watch a fish come up and slurp it off the top, like, if you're not involved with that caper, um, you're definitely missing out because it's too much fun. Hey, listen, Greg, um, say you're fishing, you, you look for... Uh, a sandy area that runs up into the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Would you fish your those prawns you got, or a hard mix little hard body lure or something? Yeah. Look, a lot of crew down here mix it up, so the the fish sort of, you know, they'll, they'll chew, they'll chew voraciously. There you go. I haven't used vora- the word voraciously on the radio for ages. Um, off the top where they're eating like a prawn imitation and then for whatever reason they don't want to get their nose exposed to the air. I don't, I don't know what it is. So you just sort of mix it up and then throw a really lightly weighted prawn, like a 62 mil prawn, on about a 130, uh, 120th or a 132nd um, sort of jig head, a really light jig head with a number one hook. And then fish that into, sort of cast it out with the wind behind you, skip it across the top and then just let it sink really lightly into a sandy patch or down on the weed and then I'll give it a, what we call a couple of hops. So that's like um, you, you flick the lure so it goes up and then and, and a couple of winds. It's sort of like a reverse knocking of a, you know, where you knock a, a nail in um, to a piece of timber. It's like a reverse of that so that you're actually flicking the prawn back up. So it sinks down, you flick it up and it darts around a bit, and it just drives the fish nuts. So there's a couple of different ways that you can fish the flats, and then you've also got your hard bodies, like your, your, your crankbaits as well. Um, but the prawns have sort of um, been embraced by a lot of crew, um, particularly on the south coast, and fishing those shallow margins and pontoons and all sorts of structure. Um, it's a pretty, pretty deadly way to fish, yeah. Now, in, in the lure range... Yeah... What what do you suggest? Do you suggest okay? We've got a we've got a pencil which is called either the SF, which is short for surface, or the SK, which is short for sinking. There's 62 mils. Um, I've, the whole sinking sinking pencil phenomenon's um, pretty cool too because you can twitch this thing across the surface, and then it will sink at a rate depending on the water density of around about a meter every five to six seconds. So you can then just sort of let that sink down into those sort of potholes. So there's a there's, the sinking pencil's good, but like the surface is purely purely surface. Um, and then in the clone prawn range, there's the uh, 62 millimeter model. So the the prawn comes out in the 62, 92, and 120. And I don't think 92 is too small, but a lot of the brim guys still do think are uh, too big. But a lot of the brim guys think that it is um, big prawn, big fish. Um, but the 62 mil prawn is really popular for that sort of really light, uh, lightweight um, flat fishing. And for me, the the best rod to use for that too, um, while you're at it. And this is, if you're new to the whole lure fishing caper and you want to give it a go, just um, pop into your local tackle store. And from the Shimano range, I can't recommend highly the Raider, the Raider or the Jewel or even the Katana yep. range. Um, I've had Raiders 
now like the old Ian Miller designed ones for, oh, for over 10 years now, so they're such good values. Um, but the Raider range in about 7 foot 6, or I like a 7 foot 2 to 7 foot 6. 7 foot 6 is probably better, much better for the flats. Um, 2,500 reel. Um, you, you, you get into Sedona, like if you don't want to spend the dollars. Um, and a bit of uh, three or four pound braid. Um, I do like the old school power three pound power pro. Same again. It's, it's so much easier to tie knots than it is on say the Kariki. Uh, Kariki will cast better, but if you if you just start now the the um, the old school power pro in the three pound with a four pound leader joined together with a uni knot, tie that on and and keep that little kid in the car and bob your uncle. Do you have a specific brand or line that you like to use? I like PowerPro. Um, I still use it. Um, I think it ties much better knots. It t- the, the knots are always reliable. And um, the old school PowerPro, it's probably not the absolute thinnest when, when you talk about really thin braid technology in this day and age. But it's, there's pros and cons because the knot strength is better and you get much better abrasion resistance, um, particularly once that, you know, the fish is driving you into a whole lot of... Um, the cockleweed, which has got little barnacles and stuff on it, the, the thinner braids can tend to actually pop if they um, if they get um, sort of rubbed up on some of these tiny barnacles on, on the actual weed. But you can also cast better. So there's, <coughs> excuse me, there's sort of pros and cons for it. But I, I still like the old school power. So. Okay. okay, that sounds good. That's good. Thank you. Now, what sort that, of knot? Do you, what's you saying? The best knots? What oh, sort start of knot? With a uni knot. Like okay. If, you, if you're learning this game, the, the uni knot's the easiest one to start with. Um, but myself, I also I, every now and then in the light stuff, I use a uni. But I I like to use my own version of the Slim Beauty. Um, the Slim Beauty, and then I wrap my Slim Beauty down. I. We used to do it about 13 turns. At one point, we called it a 13 knot, but um, now I wrap down about 15 to 20 turns on a Slim Beauty and then just put the tag in back up through the eye at the top. Have a look at that on the YouTube. Okay. You'll find that. No worries. Um, that works really good. Easy okay. knot to tie. Yeah, with any braid, you need more wraps than what you do with mono. Yes. Yeah, you do. Yep. Yeah, you do. If you're doing a uni knot, do about eight turns on the um, on, on the Power Pro braid and about four turns on your on your leader. Okay, no worries. Thanks, Greg. No worries. Okay. See ya. Have a great weekend. Okay, bye. Uh, Grant, just before you go, you got a break? Yeah. Um, today is the 28th anniversary of the passing of Greg Hansford. Really? Yes, oh, 1995. Really? Wow. Greg Hansford. And Grant is into motor racing. Remember him, motorbike yeah. rider. Yeah. Rider also drove uh, touring cars with Alan Moffat, the old yes. Uh, yes. rotary, things like that. Was heavy, heavily involved in the motorsport industry for many, many That's years. That's right, yeah. Let me tell you, a very good old friend of mine has the second race car. He's Moffat's second race car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, he was I, killed at uh, Phillip Island in 1995. Yeah. I went to... Uh, I went to a function one day when I was first starting out in the industry, uh, motorsport industry, and sat down, and Alan Moffat came up and sat one side of me, and Peter Brock came up and sat the other <laughs> side of me, and they started having a chat. 
First time in history I didn't say a word for an hour. <laughs> 12 minutes to 7. Afternoons with Pete Davis. This Riddle and medication, but it's quite a high percentage of kids are getting diagnosed with issues with behaviour and it can give them medication. It's becoming a lot challenging for our teachers in particular. I think now you've got issues like this. If you look in the classrooms these days and looked at their background and their history, certainly their medical history, it's a, it's a hell of a, a different ball game these days for sure. I think that for all these issues with throwing chemicals our kids, we should consider much better, more effective options. Pete Davis on 2SM. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Something that can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains is Arborvitae Joint Health, just like it helped Gary. Take my word for it, just take it. The worst that you can do is not like it or it doesn't work. That's the worst that can happen. Other than that, just give it a go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arborvitae on 1300-879-863. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands at great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like Scanpan, Chasseur, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Red Oak Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stock a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. And they even have Afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. Why would you shop anywhere else? Halkett Homes have been supplying housing solutions to country Australia for more than 48 years. PAL is the most experienced and trusted manufacturer of quality kit homes for the owner-builder. And PAL's designs are fully flexible so you can change the plan to suit your particular requirements. And PAL's customer service team provides ongoing support right throughout the whole project. So go to PAL Kit Homes, that's P-A-A-L Kit Homes dot com dot A-U. Or you can phone PAL Kit Homes on 1-800-024-912. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. We are eight minutes away from seven Eastern summer time. Time to head off to Salamander Bait and Tackle. Matt's got the day off again. Shell's Coast Express usual. Service Station, mm-hmm. Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, mm-hmm. and it's at 63, 163 is the address, is it? 163, there you Salamander go. Way. Morning, Tony. Salamander Bay, good morning, <laughs> gentlemen. How are you? Good, yourself? We're good. Yeah, good. How are your footy tips going? Oh, see, us won last night. Nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Um... 
sounds pretty typical. Uh, but anyhow, we'll go with that. There are true believers and there are infidels. <laughs> Good on you. You're talking to a Dragon supporter, so... I'm sorry for you. Okay. My condolences. They've had a win today. <laughs> oh, we got a win this weekend, guys. Yeah. Well, hang on. Is there, is there any internal fights still happening, or are they finished with those? Pardon? Any, like the players fight after games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's it, mate. Can't stop that. It's always been part of it. Yeah, I could tell you a story about that, but we won't go down that track this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, look, you know, a great day here uh, on the bay. Um, plenty of fish about. Um, had some boys in this morning, said that they were catching some nice snapper around Boat Harbour and everything like that into, into the washes there, into the shallows, and getting some really, really good fish apparently. Um, but uh, the whiting really haven't been that hot this season, but some nice quality brim been taken off the beach at this time of year, which is unusual. Uh, like, not unusual, but the quality of them's pretty good, you know. Like, I usually target them through the winter months, and everything seems to be firing up, and everything seems to be out of whack, you know. Like, plenty of... Um, Crabs, I suppose they'll start to wind down a little bit as the weather cools off, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen very shortly either. No. But, um, you know, they'll be starting to move up the, up the river, up into the into the mangroves and everything like that and hibernate for the winter. But right at this moment, plenty of good blue swimmers and mud crabs reported in the bay, so... Um, nice flathead all the way from Shoaly all the way through all up the bay everywhere so um, I was supposed to be going fishing this morning but obviously that's not happening um, uh, um, someone's got to have someone's got to work and someone's got to have a day off I guess. <laughs> it's horrible uh, isn't it hey? it's horrible isn't it Oh, it can there's be. Always, when they come there's in always a the fish and many Indians. And they're getting all their gear and going again, So, and I'm sitting here. But anyhow, that's uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, so, we're we're um, hearing you. We're sitting here in the studio. <laughs> and it's such a beautiful part of the world up there, yeah. too. Oh, up there it is, oh, yeah. 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 It's good here. Yeah. We can see the trees yeah. and the sky. There's always somewhere to fish up here, regardless of... Um, of the wind or the weather, you can always find somewhere that you're a little bit sheltered. Um, yeah, it's, it is such a nice place to live and fish. Okay. Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, 4982071. Yeah, you've got that nailed out, guys. <laughs> he just doesn't know the address. Just go to 163 <laughs> Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. There you go. Hey. Excellent. You look for the Coles yeah, Express service station. Have a look at the big map. I bet you it doesn't have 163 on the service station. Hey, Tony, wasn't it so much better in the days when he was on the mobile phone? He was so so, so much tamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have a good day. Exactly. I hope you do get in a fish, buddy. All right. All right, See you, Tony. Okay, thanks. Right. Bye. So, Grant, the mistake you've made is, see, I don't have to panel now. I've got more time to cause mischief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> more time to be cheeky. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Lakes Marine, what's happening? Oh, look, lots happening. I've got some good stock arrived this week. Lots of stasis. Got a few bar crushes here. Um, but the hard tops are out till nearly Christmas. So uh, four five double seven double six double nine at blakesmarine.com.au. There's a few nice rebalos and some chaparrales as well. 
great. And of course, if you're out and about, keep your eye on the sky. Yes. Most importantly, the fishing, as you've heard up and down the coast, is has been excellent. Will be excellent. Will be very hot during the week. So be aware of that and fish it early morning, late in the afternoon. Safe boating, everyone. Thank you for listening. Same time, same channel next Saturday and Sunday. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yappies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.